Welcome, welcome, welcome to Accepted, the College Admissions Insider Scoop, brought to you by Canisius College. This is Matt Kwiatowski, your assistant director here at Canisius, bringing you another fabulous episode. Um, today, we're talking to the wonderful staff members from our Griff Center, um, and they're going to talk about different support mechanisms we have here at Canisius, how we help our students um, when they're first coming in, but also um, as they're here for their um, perceived time, hopefully four years. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. We have um, Jen and Tracy, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves real quick. I am the Jen of Jen and Tracy. My name is Jennifer Herman. I'm Associate Dean for Student Success in the Griff Center, as well as Care Manager. Tracy is the Jen and Tracy. I am Tracy Callahan, Assistant Dean for Student Success and Co-Director of our First Year Experience, otherwise known as FYE. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Um, so we have two fabulous people here. They're two of my favorite people on campus to work with. So um, I know. We'll, we'll see you later. <laughs> well, shameless jokes. Um, but um, we're going to talk a little bit about first year experience, um, how our success teams are set up here at Canisius, and how they can help you and your student kind of navigate that first um, semester and, and year going through college. So um, so the first question I have, and this can go to either one of you guys, um, is what do, you, what do we have in place exactly for students? when they first come in in terms of success teams and then also career coaching, et cetera, um, that our Griff Center offers. So, um, you know, Jen, if you want to answer first. So you, you said a couple magic words right there. You said success teams. So all of our new incoming students are provided with a success team. It may be more than the four individuals I'm about to say and specify, but it will be a success coach within the Griff Center, and that's that's the individual that the student's going to meet with to create their first semester schedule. They will have a career coach also within the Griff Center throughout their time here to help with major exploration if that's needed, interest inventories, resume building, practicing interview skills, etc. The nice thing about our career services here at Canisius are that once you graduate from Canisius, you actually have lifetime services as well. So there's assistance for while you're here and you should utilize that. Use everything while you're a student here because while you're a student here, that's covered. That cost is covered and it would be very expensive outside of here. Absorb everything you can while you're here. And then you'll have career beyond your time after graduation as well. They'll also have a financial aid coach to talk about billing, scholarships, loans, all of those good things that I should not be a part of because I should not play with anybody's money. There's a reason <laughs> they don't want me in there. But um, And then a major advisor. So while our the success coaches will create the first semester schedule, if a student is firmly established within a specific major or majors or major and minor or minors, <laughs> they will have major advisors faculty within those majors and within those minors who are the experts in those areas to help guide them beyond their first semester. So that's one thing we do. We, we have a lot of other support services as well within the Griff Center. We have tutoring services. We have an academic mentoring opportunity. We have a study center. We have veteran support. We have accessibility support for individuals with permanent or temporary disabilities. There are a number of different supports available here for the taking. Don't be afraid to ask for them. They're easy yeah. to access. And then or there's one other thing we want to talk about that I'm going to pass this over to Tracy for as well. A little bit about first year experience. So first year experience is a one credit course and it is really everything that a student could want or need um, to really help you transition from high school to um, your time at Kenesha. And what's great is um, you have the opportunity to meet with other students in your a lot of our FYE 
sessions are taught by uh, faculty instructor um, in your major area, or you also have a peer mentor um, that has been here, you know, for a few years, knows the ropes, can help answer those important burning questions that you all have. Um, so it meets uh, the first 12 weeks of the semester. Do you really feel like you have your um, your feet on the ground um, right during orientation? Mm -hmm. um, meets once a week for 50 minutes, and it's scheduled around all of your other classes. And when you meet with your success coach for your fall semester, we're all going to talk with you about that and how that's going to fit into your schedule. So two follow-up questions I actually came up with um, is for any, is any of this required to do um, at Canisius, whether the FYE, the mentoring program, are these requirements for students to do at Canisius or are they voluntary? So right now the FYE program is strongly recommended. Um, and when you need to answer any questions, we provide you with more information. None of the other programs that we talked about, mentoring, tutoring, those are mandatory, those aren't required, but we can tell you this. And just a, another follow-up with it is for students that have IEPs or 504s, mm -hmm. um, what do you suggest to families to be prepared to hopefully try to get those services here at Canisius? Because mm -hmm. I know that falls a little bit under the purview of what you've already talked about. Right. So here at Canisius, it is within the Griff Center. It's called Student Accessibility Services. Um, Sierra Bonnerb and Angela Buffalino in the Griff Center oversee that area, so they'd be happy to assist. It is a little bit different in higher education than it was K through 12. So important to know is that we do not have that information as our students are admitted. That is a choice whether a student wants to connect with services and they have to self-report. They have to seek us out. But it's really, really easy to do. It's not hard. Um, we do not try to make this a burden. We try to make this as easy and accessible as possible. Um, so students do have to come. There's no deadline. It doesn't have to happen through admissions. It doesn't have to happen first semester. It can literally happen anytime a student chooses to while they're here. My personal recommendation is the sooner the better, just because it's there. All you need to do is to you fill out a couple intake forms. It's general contact information. You need to provide medical documentation from an appropriate medical care provider stating the diagnosis. It does not have to be extensive, but it does have to be on official letterhead from an appropriate medical care provider. And it just states the individual, the diagnosis, and if there are any recommendations, great. If not, that's fine. Then there's a meeting between Angela or Sierra and the student to determine what, what are the things that have been helpful previously? What are the ways we can do that here at the college level? How do you access those accommodations? It is then literally in place until you graduate. And it's at the student's discretion whether or not to utilize their accommodations. So student-driven. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank you for clearing up because that's a big question that does it come is. up quite yeah, often. That was a good mm -hmm. question to ask. Um, so I think one thing uh, it kind of segues into um, students being undecided or mm -hmm. unsure of what major they want to go into. Um, you know, how, how do you handle it for first-year students, first off, when they're mm -hmm. undecided? You know, what programs do you offer at Canisius? Mm -hmm. And then even like what's something that happened maybe if they change their mind after the first semester about like how yep. to do a major change? Yeah, I think it's important for students to know that it is okay to not know what you want to do for the rest of your life right now, and that you might have a really good idea of what it is, 
but it's also okay if that changes and we can assist you with that. Uh, major changes are really common. Um, coming in, if you if a student literally doesn't know what they want to do, that is okay. Um, that's considered, you know, traditionally undecided. We call it Pathfinders here. We have a Pathfinders program. So a student would meet with success coach as per usual, and we would help we would help create the schedule and we would base it on interests. What are what are some of the things you're thinking about? And what might a class be that would work well to get a feel for that area? But that also maybe counts for core curriculum requirements so that the credits that students are taking are counting towards degree progress anyway, even if they're in a not in a specific major. So that would be Pathfinders program. If a student has an idea of something that they want to do and they want to start out as something, that's a really good way to get a feel for what it's going to be like. And if you find out that the reality of it isn't what you thought it was going to be and you're scared and you don't want to do that anymore, that's okay will help you find the correct major for you. Either you already have an idea of what that might be, or we can help you connect with your career coach to do some major exploration and career exploration of do an interest inventory, find out where your interests lie and how that translates into a major or a program. And then let's start taking classes towards that as well. Perfect. Um, I will say that um, the average American changes their career, oh, I think, seven times last time I looked. Yes. So, I ten, but, but okay, it, seven, it, ten, it's, whatever, yeah, but it's normal. normal. That might have been yeah. seven back in 2010, so yeah. it's a little dated <laughs> statistic. Um, but I think I always joke and say that major changes are included in that career change aspect. Correct. So, because um, I can say personally, I've changed what I wanted to do three times when I was so in college. I, yes. So, um, So that's something that's kind of good to note. Um, normal. Very normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're and we're speaking to people that have kids of themselves too, so like they understand exactly what you guys are parents are going through. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> I have two, this is Tracy. I have two college age students right now, so I very much understand. So, um, you know, with the undecided students, like we mentioned, like when they're coming in, if they're undecided, um, is there any majors that you find that students should start off in right away because it's harder to get into a major? Um, per se, like sequentialness, um, you know, stuff like that. Absolutely. So I can tell you that when Jen and I, Jen and I actually meet with our arts and science students, mm -hmm. um, we pull up the alphabet, and um, there are definitely some areas that if you have a sense that, yes, this is something you're interested in, you should absolutely start, start early. Um, biology, yeah. chemistry, um, biochem, education. So these are some of the areas that um, it's a lot easier to start in and maybe back out and change direction versus trying to jump in a little later. Even um, though that is also possible that, that if that's possible. where we're at. Yeah. Um, but these are just things that we've learned over time. It's just a little easier. You know, we always say, you know, jump in and then if we have to back out, we can totally mm -hmm. do that and change directions. But we, we talk about, well, you know what, let's try this out now mm -hmm. and then see. And then after that first semester, if you decide this is for you, keep moving along but if it's not for you then we regroup and we can talk about okay well what are some other areas um, that you may want to look at yeah. So, um, cause I think that's something that people kind of think about, like, I gotta get into college. I gotta know exactly what I want to go into. Mm -hmm. I have to figure out what I want to do for the rest of my life. No, yeah. And, that's what people think, but yeah. No. Yeah. So, um, next question, and, and you both can answer this is like, what's one piece of advice you would give to students, um, as they come in, um, to start their first year of school, but also maybe to the parents too, maybe one piece of advice for parents and one piece for students. <clears throat> 
I actually think that this piece of advice is good for both parties to be aware of, both <laughs> parents and students. Check your email regularly. Check your email regularly. Please. And, and maybe even check your spam, your junk email regularly, because sometimes, who knows, for whatever reason, something we may be trying to communicate with you, you may not be aware of it. It might be in your junk email. That has happened to me before. I have to always remember to do that. But the college is going to communicate with you mostly through email, and we're going to keep providing important information, especially as we get closer to the semester, closer to orientation, closer to the semester beginning. So please, please, please always check your email. By the way, this is a good piece of advice for all your years of college as well. So not just <laughs> leading up to the beginning of the semester throughout your college experience. This is the main way of communicating with you and you don't want to miss important information. Portal, check your portal. Work through your checklist to get yourself ready and make sure all pieces are completed appropriately and that you're watching for the things, your next steps for certain areas. So I think that that's just my first rule. There will be many other rules as well. <laughs> but that one, that one is kind of the all-encompassing from this point forward till you graduate. Absolutely. Tracy. And, and sidebar before Tracy is that with emails, if you do have mm -hmm. a school email mm -hmm. that's your contact, Definitely update that with a non-school email because sometimes high school emails get shut down after you leave. And check your Kinesis absolutely. email. Yeah. Yes. So check 100% absolutely what John said. Um, check your Kinesis email. That's how your amazing success coaches are going to reach out to you to set up your fall schedule. Um, but I think, too, something uh, that's really, really important. Um, we're so excited to have you on campus. Yes. Think about one area of interest um, and find a club or activities that supports that area and interest. As you get on campus and you're going to be coming, you know, you're a part of our community, you feel connected. Yeah. And that's how you do it. That's how you meet students um, that have similar interests or maybe don't have similar interests. You get to learn amazing things about, you know, your classmates and the people that you're here with. So that would be my suggestion. There's like many opportunities. Check out club and org fairs. Do mm -hmm. it. Find one. Commit to it. You have time to do it. Yes. Yeah, and I, and I can echo because we actually did a podcast about uh, student clubs organizations mm -hmm. and also um, finding community with Benny Williams from our Alana Student yes, Center, yes, talking about how any student can find community on a campus and, and the steps to do it. So, um, well, thank you guys for your time today. This has, been, uh, this has been fantastic. Um, this is accepted, and we're signing off, and go Griffs. Go Griffs! Go Griffs!